So now is the time in the philosophy show when we talk about Rosie O'Donnell, because that's where we are as a society. She's a comedian and actress. She was a talk show host some donkey's years back. She could be kind of funny back in the day. She had a couple of good lines in movies. She does a great speech to, I think, Matt Dillon about, uh, you mooks, you want a woman with big boobs, but you don't want a woman with a big ass. Well, you get both no matter what. And she's kind of funny. She had, um, what was this? I can't even remember the movie, but there was some line where someone's talking about, you know, that dream you have where you're walking around naked and it's really humiliating. She's like, I love that dream. And another one where, was it Sleepless in Seattle? I can't remember. Anyway, it was some movie where she's talking about how it's more likely for a woman over 40, or she's told that it's more likely for a woman over 40 to get killed by a terrorist than married. And she's like, that's not true. It feels true, but it's not true. And so she had some good lines. And I guess she had a real fetish for Tom Cruise back in the day. And she had a famous feud, which Megyn Kelly alluded to in her first question, first significant question to Trump about uh, Rosie O'Donnell. She had a big food feud with Trump uh, back in the day. I've got to tell you, <laughs> it's kind of weird. You know, you have a feud with some guy. He's just some real estate developer, kind of famous and so on. You have some feud with some guy, and then he becomes president of these United States. That's kind of surreal. I just, <laughs> be careful who you troll. You just never know where they're going to end up. So she's in the news. So filings show that Rosie O'Donnell gave over $90,000 to 50 different federal candidates and committees during the uh, election cycle 2017 to 2018. So she appears, appears to have broken federal election commission rules, which limit an individual to giving $2,700 per candidate per election. $2,700. Now, she reportedly gave $4,700 to Democrat Alabama Senate candidate Doug Jones for his election bid against Judge Roy Moore. That's 74% above the legal limit. Or Rosie O'Donnell's butt on an airplane. No, I won't go there. That's too low. It's too shallow. A December 11th, 2017 tweet by O'Donnell showed that she was aware of the contribution limits. And I quote, If I could donate more, I would have. Creepy white men who prey on teen girls. You are the worst, Roy Moore. A slimy, tiny dick moron. That's not really comic gold. And and she doesn't seem to have much affinity for caps. But what this does show, of course, is that Rosie O'Donnell, scion of the left, is uh, fully aware of campaign limits. And, um, well, ignorance of the law is no excuse. But when you openly state that you know the law, well, it becomes a little bit more complicated. Democrat Pennsylvania Representative Connor Lamb reportedly received $3,600 from O'Donnell for his March special election bid and another $1,000 for an upcoming campaign. Seems high. O'Donnell also donated $2,950 to noted Democrat California rap and bullshit artist Adam Schiff, $4,200 to Illinois congressional candidate Lauren Underwood, no relation that I know of to Frank, and 3450 to obscure Staten Island Brooklyn Democrat congressional candidate Omar Vade. So, what's happened? Well, when alerted to the illegal activity, Lamb's campaign pledged to notify O'Donnell and alert her that they could either refund the contribution or apply it to future primaries. Huh. <laughs> Pretty. Pretty sweet gig you got going on there. Well, 
you did contribute illegally, but we'll just we'll just hold on to that for you. You know, can you just you know next time you get pulled over for speeding, you say to the cop, okay, listen, I was going over the speed limit now, but I promise I'll go slower next time. So it's just you're just going to balance out. Vade's financial director said the campaign, quote, inadvertently designated, end quote, some of the money to the wrong election. Oops, you know, how you, how you do. Remember, the Democrats are very, very concerned that corporations have too much power and rich people have too much power in the political process. So good thing they're on top of their values right here, right now. Oh, no, now that song's in my head. Watching the world wake up. Okay. Both donors and candidates are legally liable for contributions over the limit. O'Donnell also allegedly used five different addresses and four unique variations of her name when making the donations. Huh. I gotta tell you, that strikes me as a tiny bit less accidental or oopsie oversighty uh, than you might think. Five Sorry, four unique variations of her name and five different addresses when making the donations. I mean, how do you get four variations out of Rosie O'Donnell anyways? I think that's a Schubert concerto, the O'Donnell variations. Yes, <laughs> quite the bassoon. <sighs> I wonder if the voices in her head, all of these different names, I wonder if they all have different preferred pronouns. Oh, well. always, always stuffed them all over. Next time you're, you're meditating, going, ah! When contacted, Rosie O'Donnell, the former daytime talk show host and current Trump derangement syndrome poster child, blamed fundraising tool online, fundraising tool ActBlue, and said that she assumed that they limited donations to the max allowed. Hmm. See, Rosie, let's say they did. They can't really do that if you give them different names and addresses. Now can they? She then noted that her brother, Tim, handles her money. Ah, there's nothing like a woman taking responsibility by blaming computers and a man. <sighs> so, yeah, she seems to have broken the law, but she's not taking a tiny shred of personal responsibility. Boy, we've never seen that from a woman on the left or a man on the left, for that matter. <sighs> I don't know, the list of, you know, there are these movies you're liking the movie, you don't want it to end, and then the movie ends, and you're like, hey man, there's like, there's still eight minutes or ten minutes to go, and it's like, ah, oh, they got me. I thought I was going to get a few more minutes enjoyment, but now it's just everyone and their dog and their dog's grandmother's roommate's cousin's flea catcher that's in the credits, you know, like it just goes on and on. Those credits, while lengthy, are still shorter than the list that Hillary Clinton, a list of things and people and events and circumstances that Hillary Clinton blames for losing to a newcomer to politics, a.k.a. Donald J. Trump. So, yeah, not taking responsibility. <laughs> it's a tiny bit of a pattern. Maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just me. So Rosie O'Donnell has said, nothing nefarious. I was not choosing to overdonate. If 2700 is the cutoff, candidates should refund the money. I don't look to see who I donate most to. I just donate assuming that they do not accept what is over the limit. My anxiety is quelled by donating to those opposing Trump and his agenda, especially at night when most of these were placed. So, yeah, I guess Rosie O'Donnell's quick, fat-fingered donation hysteria is brought about by a series of night terrors when she's being chased around Ebenezer Scrooge-style by rational orange ghosts. Uh, I assume that's what's going on in her, well, let's say brain. 
So, <laughs> wow, you know, this, well, I just throw money at people and if they don't like it, they throw it back. It's not my fault to figure out what the rules are that I publicly tweeted about. I mean, it's just you throw money at people because you're freaking out in the middle of the night. And you want to save people from the orange monster of Jabba the Hutt free marketing thing. Why she must have been fun to work with. Imagine if you were her producer trying to deal with that. It's like that Tracy character on 30 Rock, except, uh, well, less responsible. Now, for what it's worth, the website, this tool, ActBlue, has a page that says, Who can use ActBlue? Which asks, if you're a candidate, PAC or C4 nonprofit organization, the first requirement is that you're a Democrat or working for progressive causes. Doesn't seem overly diverse to me, uh, not very inclusive. Just, you know, amateur outsider. I wonder if rejecting conservatives in terms of the donations is explicitly legal. Hey, Act Blue, bake that damn cake! DC campaign finance lawyer Jim Whittold Baran said, donors are rarely fined for excess contributions, and then only if they are hiding the donations from the recipients. Campaigns generally are not penalized for isolated contributions over a limit. However, multiple excessive donations may lead to an investigation. Fines could result in such cases. I don't know, a couple of different names, a couple of different addresses. Could that be considered hiding anything? Now, a fine gentleman been on this show, great writer Dinesh D'Souza, for reasons we'll get into in a moment, I think has a giant facial tick at the moment. Uh, and he uh, recently wrote, five times more egregious than my case. Now, let's see if Lady Justice is truly blind. I noticed the leftist weasels who call me felon have gone dead silent about Rosie committing five, yes, five campaign finance violations. On January, and the reason he's upset, of course, on January 24th, 2014, D'Souza was arraigned in a Manhattan federal court on charges of making $20,000 in illegal contra campaign contributions to the New York Senate campaign of Wendy Long, a personal friend. In May 2014, D'Souza pleaded guilty to one felony count of making illegal contributions in the name of others. In September 2014, the court sentenced D'Souza to five years probation, eight months in a confinement center, and a $30,000 fine. Hmm. Now, D'Souza's case, uh, a little bit more serious, but definitely on the continuum. Now, Judge Richard M. Berman also ordered D'Souza to undergo therapeutic counseling and read aloud a report from a court-appointed psychologist who called D'Souza arrogant and intolerant of others' feelings. Huh, I wonder if we could guess the gender. No, 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 too easy. The court psychologist also claimed that the client tends to deny problems and isn't very introspective. <laughs> Tends to deny problems. You know, it's the website's responsibility. It's my brother's fault. I didn't know. Who knows? I have many people in my head. You can't, you can't put all of us in jail. <sighs> yeah. Doesn't really tend to take responsibility. Does it remind you of anyone? Just out of curiosity. The most esteemed Harvard law professor, Alan Dershowitz, said the idea of charging him with a felony for this doesn't sound like a proper exercise of prosecutorial discretion. I can't help but think that D'Souza's politics have something to do with it. It smacks of selective prosecution. Hmm. In May, United States District Judge Richard M. Berman rejected 
the contention stating, quote, the court concludes that the defendant has respectfully submitted no evidence he was selectively prosecuted. It is a little late, but we might have some evidence just coming up in the very near future whether these issues, these law-breakings or potential law-breakings, are dealt with in the same manner. If, say, D'Souza had made a documentary criticizing Bush rather than Obama. Hmm, I wonder. I don't wonder, actually, and I doubt you do. Just wanted to mention, you can also read Dinesh's book, Stealing America, What My Experience with Criminal Gangs Taught Me About Obama, Hillary, and the Democratic Party for an engaging breakdown of facts which would lead any rational individual to see the political nature of his prosecution. And Jared Kushner has also apparently ran afoul of some of these laws as well. Now, if you search Rosie O'Donnell's Twitter account for the terms law and illegal, you see she is very concerned about Republicans who supposedly break laws and the importance of them being held accountable. Don't be breaking laws and really, really be held accountable. She wanted to hold accountable Roy Moore for what seemed like a pretty well-forged inscription in a yearbook from decades and decades ago. So, yeah, it must have been quite exciting to be Rosie O'Donnell's producer. Just by the by, couldn't, couldn't help but mention, last month, former The Rosie O'Donnell Show producer Jill Blackstone was arrested in Baltimore in connection with the death of her deaf and partially blind sister, who she allegedly drugged, placed in a garage with three dogs, and then set on fire. The sister was found with a suicide note, but the Los Angeles Times reported that the note was written by Blackstone as her sister was legally blind and needed hearing aid. So, yeah, the sister apparently, or allegedly, wrote out this note because this victim was not able to because she's legally blind. And <sighs> Oh, yeah, and just look into Rosie O'Donnell's relationship with her children, and compare it to Trump's. Now, of course, it's not the crime of the century, but it's important nonetheless. These are the laws. These are the rules. What's the point of having them if you don't enforce them? Well, of course, the whole point of having them is to enforce them against Republicans and not enforce them against Democrats. Now, this is a big deal. It's a couple of thousand bucks here and there, but it's a big deal. If she gets away with it, then more people are going to do it and say, well, we can do it if we're on the left. But they see D'Souza's example, well, we can't do stuff like this. Not that you should. You can't do it on the right. And it's just another way of giving the left that kind of advantage that they don't like to earn honestly and openly in the marketplace of ideas. So yeah, it's a big deal if a lot of people end up doing it. One person does it, eh, not such a big deal. A hundred people, a thousand people do it. Well, you're starting to talk about some serious money. I mean, if she gets away with all of this, what is the point of having the law? Well, of course, laws are invented so that Democrats have something to rise above. Uh, and that's kind of important. The law is to Democrats uh, something like a subway train running under the street when they are uh, in a space shuttle. <laughs> it's just something, maybe you can hear it, maybe you can see it. Probably, probably not. See, there's this belief in America and other places where people have eyes and ears, this belief that Democrats can pretty much get away with anything. Um, anyone anyone going to gonna try and fix this in America these days? Just kind of curious whether there are, in fact, two Americas or one-ish. Uh, anyone going to try and fix this perception Democrats can get away with anything? 
Justice League, it's over to you.